it's your boy cam and what we got in store for you right now in this episode is an old throwback one of our first ones man the quality was kind of shaky we messed with it got it a little right for you guys so it's a little better i hope you guys enjoy it because it's a really good banger also my boy eli briefly started muay thai yeah uh, we can get into that in a little bit, but you know. that's also why we, 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 couldn't, we couldn't make it uh, the week before. Last, the yeah, week, week before, before last. Yeah, yeah. it was kicking the shit out. Yeah, of I was, it's got a bunch of weird stuff on. Yeah, yeah, my boy was my boy started Muay Thai like a month ago, right? About a month now. Yeah, almost. So, yeah, I think uh, this coming Friday will be a month. So my boy been doing the Muay Thai thing. So if y'all see it in person, don't fuck with us. Definitely don't <laughs> fuck with me, and don't fuck with us. Definitely don't fuck with me, but. Yeah, we love y'all, Steve. You can fuck with me a little bit, but I'll tell you guys. <laughs> no, it's, um, yeah, no, that's actually going into that. I mean, that's a, I guess that's a pretty good topic. Um, combat sports. A lot of fun. And just overall boosts your confidence so much. It just makes you feel so at ease with yourself. Uh, I highly recommend anyone... Um, that has ever been interested in doing combat sports, any kind of like Taekwondo, Muay Thai, boxing, wrestling, catch wrestling, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. There's about like 36,000 more of them because everyone's got a everyone's got a combat sport. But, um, I really recommend anyone just to, just to hop into it because just take the fundamental classes and you're just gonna. Like everyone, everyone that I train with at this at this new gym that I'm going to, everyone leaves with smiles. There ain't a single sour person there. Everyone's really friendly to each other, and it's just like it. It's one of those um, environments that you can actually go to and kind of release, maybe maybe not release like pent up aggression and stuff like that, but just uh, release some stress uh, and just beat the shit out of addicts. It really, it's it's very therapeutic. I've I've been into bodybuilding, weightlifting for since I was in middle school. So I've always had kind of like a, a way to deal with that, those kind of um, those kind of things, right. to relieve like stress and anxieties and tension and shit. Just, just picking up heavy, picking up heavy weight and putting it back down. It's as simple as that. It's a, it's a two step process. Right, and uh, you can feel a whole lot. So yeah, no, if anyone and you, you guys too, I highly recommend it to get into some kind of combat sport because it is fucking fun. Uh, every person that I've ever known to recover from uh, like addiction issues or like their hard partners in their twenties or something like that, um, literally every person I've ever known that turned it around uh, has done it through. Boxing is a big one. Uh, like, I, I guess maybe like working out in general, but there's there's something about like personality type that uh, falls into that kind of cycle of uh, being able to put themselves out of it through combat sports. For sure. So For sure. It's, 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 it's almost like the drug in and of itself, but it's, it is. Yeah. Um, it's also useful uh, because of the impending apocalypse, we're already able to have to use our hands. Uh, uh, to, 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 so, uh, for sure, I, 
I would recommend if you have, yeah, no, I think that's serious. If you're having troubles, like a bunch of relapses, and getting to the gym, because that was the one thing too, is that I've been, I've been strength training for the past year. Like I was bodybuilding for a couple of years, and I decided to switch over just to, just to build strength. And I got kind of bored. I've kind of fallen off. I mean, like I picked it back up since getting back into Muay Thai. We're actually at the beginning of summer. I got back into weightlifting again. But now my weightlifting has purpose, again, right? Which feels really good because, like, I mean, you can only—I wouldn't say you can only get so strong, but it's like at least the gym that I go to, it's not a powerlifting gym. No one's really in there to like do some freak shit and just pick up a fuck ton of weight. And, just put it back down and you know it's a lot of it's a lot of older people so no one's really kind of there's like a couple of guys that are listening the same kind of shit that i'm doing but other than that it's really i'm kind of in there on my own um so everyone's on the machines and i do a bunch of free weights so now now my strength training has purpose again so now if i can have a stronger back a stronger core i'm gonna be able to keep stability in in a set fight or stuff like that, so it's it's nice to have. It feels good to have like a purpose again for like my lifting. Yeah, there was a situation the other night. Uh, there was a there was a gentleman at a bar. Yeah, no free promo. No, if if anyone didn't know, we work at a bar. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we made that clear. <laughs> But anyway, this gentleman was in here uh, and uh, sufficiently intoxicated. Um, Prior. And, uh, like, he was up in here acting up really Yeah, he was fucking up. Where was I at? What was that? You were in the kitchen. Um, you, you were here. Uh, uh, you were acting up in the kitchen. You were busy. And so, this is that, uh, um, his foolishness ceased almost immediately. Uh, when Eli came around, it's like, what's up, dude? <laughs> he was like, oh, uh, you got, he got the big bolt. Is it me? Yeah, he did. He did. He did. Was it Wednesday? Uh, yeah, it was Wednesday. It was Wednesday night. Um, and so, like, I mistakenly served him a Bud Light. That's, that's all that I did was give him one beer. Um, and so, well, I thought that, he, uh, I didn't think, I didn't think that he was drunk. I thought that he was just a... Differently abled individual, um, but it turns out that he was just super drunk, um, and so uh, like me and Eli were hanging around him, uh, and uh, he was just like, like uh, uh, the, the demeanor changed. I guess I don't know. Did one of them Reaper wings to go? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah we, we changed it. We, we, well, changed, we changed it to go. Yeah. <laughs> To get the, and then he still ate like half of the beer. Still, I remember that. But I remember going out there, I stayed in the So there was that, that as well. Well, I know, uh, yeah, like I noticed because he was trying to get um, some people at the bar's attention. You can, as soon as you're trying to get someone's attention, and it like when you open your mouth and no audible words come out of your mouth, right? And it's just mumbling and groaning. It's like, okay, this guy, it's like. Yeah. Like you have to like you, you're you, the hair on your neck stands up, and you're like okay like uh, this guy is. I've you know, noticed. I got some dude out of um, yeah. Thursday too, dude. Remember dude who walked who ran upstairs? Yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah that was Thursday, right? Yeah, I didn't get him out of there. Eli came to me and was like, "Cam, 
Let's go. Let's get the dude out of here. It's, it's such a weird line to walk, like the, the, the idea of taking somebody up. Because, like, this is really one of the only places that that kind of thing happens, uh, like bars and restaurants, because, like, nobody goes into the gap and just, like, you need to get the fuck out of here. Um, like, that doesn't really happen. Um, Best Buy, you've been seeing those videos of those, like, they got some, they got left and right tackles being drafted out to the fuckers in Best Buy. They chase the motherfuckers. They don't. I used to work at Best Buy, and, um, we had a, our security person was an ex-Marine. Well, uh, a retired Marine, they, they never stopped being Marines, um, per their credo. Um, but anyway. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why that was funny. <laughs> no, but it's just like, yeah, it's, it's just, anyway, the, uh, anyway, the, the thing was, is that our, our security person was a, was a Marine. Uh, and this kid was like trying to steal some $15 headphones or something like that. Um, and this motherfucker, like, tackled him into the, the, like, upright, uh, scanners, like, the thing that, like, beeps when you steal stuff. Um, so, like, he, he, he broke the fuck out of those, like, knocked this, yeah, he probably caused, like, like, hundreds of dollars worth of damage for these $15 headphones this kid, this kid was trying to steal, um, Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's hundred million dollars worth of shit that you broke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a funny ass movie though. That shit's hilarious. Another guy is hilarious. Goddamn cougar charge! But it's 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 funny to to be an employee at a restaurant or bar getting paid two dollars and thirteen cents an hour. That's the federal minimum wage for restaurant workers. Um, and then also be responsible for telling like, and it's, it's weird, too, because, like, especially up until recently, like, I'd be, like, a 25, 24-year-old person telling, like, a 40-year-old guy um, that he's too drunk. Like, like you, you, gotta, you gotta go now. You gotta leave. Um, and so, like, you're, you're beset with this uh, um, uh, requirement to make somebody leave. Like, you've got to go. And they never want to go. Like, never once, ever, not ever, has somebody been like, ah, oh, I'm sorry. I'll just, I'll just go ahead and go. That's never fucking happened. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's never just like, oh, you know what? You're right. Quick story. Remember the dumb-dumb who looked at the window that one day? And he, was, he was there at, like, 10 a.m. Uh, like, 3 o'clock one day. And he was there at, like, 8 or 9 and just sitting in the same spot. He had ate, had a few drinks. And then we told him he had a, it was time for him to pay because he was leaving. He was like, I don't have any money. And then we had to like kick him out. It took us like 30 minutes to get him the fuck out. And he came back the next morning and was like being a creepo, standing in the window from outside and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, 
I about to say, yeah, I think you definitely you was on uh, on leave. Yeah. And um, me and Chris was like, do we gotta go like fuck him up? Like, right. do we gotta go like beat him up? Because I think like, we gotta Yeah. Like, yeah. How far are we willing to go? Is there like a, is there a time limit before you can put hands on someone? So I think one thing like, hands not like you. not like assault them, but like put put your hand on their shoulder and be like, all right, motherfucker. Stand up. So, this is interesting to know. I'm going to drag you out. As far as North Carolina is concerned, uh, I don't know how many transits in the United States because of white over acting like Maryland, for example. Um, you, can you can shoot somebody in Maryland. Yeah, no, damn. No, no. In, in Maryland, um, they don't have the same uh, over serving. Laws. They're, they're not. So, okay. So, with the, the laws are called dram shot laws. Um, and they differ state from state to state. In Maryland, you can serve somebody to death. Um, you can keep giving them alcohol until they die. Look at that ad, you're grown. Like, why should you? Right. <laughs> also, Maryland, they, like, the hospitality people up there, like, I don't know how it was when you were. Ruthless, God from damn. <laughs> but them motherfuckers are like, yo, what, what, what are you waiting on? Like, hurry up. Just get it together now. Like, yeah. get your shit on. Like. So, uh, so because, like, the bar and the bartender can't get in trouble for being uh, too, 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 too. It's not a thing. It's also like this, Chris. If you go up there and, like, you know you go somewhere to order, like, what I can I get? Uh, let me get you sit there and think, like, they don't they don't have time to be wasting time. Like, they don't have time to be, like, you ask a question. Yo, yo, what do you want? You want food or not? Yo, like, I got shit to do. I don't got time to be waiting on you. I'll come back to you in like five minutes. Figure it fuck. Make up your fucking mind. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Going going to bars in the northeast is way different than going to bars in the south. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Because they're just like, we want figure it out, you guys. Um. So. Uh. But in Maryland, uh, as far as assault is concerned, um, you cannot legally defend yourself unless. There's no way for you to have exited the situation. So, uh, like, I worked with a couple of people that had assault charges because um, somebody punched them in the face and they punched them back in the face. The way that it works there is that if you could have reasonably exited the, the, the area, the vicinity, like if you could have left, um, then you get an assault charge uh, along with the person that assaulted you in the first place. In the South, that's, that's, that's not true. As soon as somebody touches you, um, you can say that I was in fear for my life, and you can beat the fuck out of him, and it doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah, buddy. As far as like serving people goes, you can be overserved in North Carolina such that, like, if somebody leaves the bar, we had this problem with a group of ladies other afternoon. They had, between the three of them, drank an entire bottle of vodka. Um, and so I stopped giving them booze because it just felt irresponsible at that point. Um, they were super pissed. Uh, they're like, I can't believe it. It was like, you, you, you three of you have drank an entire bottle of vodka over the past two hours. So like in good conscience, um, like, yeah, legality. Yeah. Yeah. They were nurses and like, I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I yeah, so I stopped serving them. Um, and but anyway, the point is, is that um, uh, you you can get in trouble for overserving people in North Carolina. You can't get in trouble for fighting people in North Carolina because uh, a restaurant or any 
private business is like your house, um, such that if you tell somebody to leave and they don't, you can make them leave um, with like pretty much, yeah, by whatever means necessary. So it's like um, if, yeah, if you're in a bar in North Carolina and if, yeah, yeah, if, if, if you're, if you're in a bar or a restaurant in North Carolina, um, and somebody's being belligerent and you say you need to leave, you're not, you're no longer welcome here. Um, it becomes like your house, um, to where that you can use, um, uh, equitable force to remove them. Like you can't shoot them, you can't stab them, um, but you can put your hands on them and make them leave. Right. Um, if if they had a knife or if they had it, you you can't you can't bring a gun into a bar in North Carolina. Period. Um, that's a, if you're an off-duty police officer, you can't have a firearm in you in in, in a bar, uh, or in any place that serves alcohol. Um, you're not allowed to possess firearms in places that serve alcohol. Um, so even if you get that guy that like walks around in Walmart with like a pistol on his hip or whatever, yeah, um, you're not allowed to go into a place that serves alcohol with fire. Um, but all that is to say that if you're to the point where the, some staff member tells you to leave, that you're, you're not allowed in that building anymore, um, you can use whatever amount of reasonable force to remove them. Um, which is why, like, this happened at salvage station all the time. Um, like, the, the bouncers would just get into fistfights with people because they were allowed to. Um, yeah, they would they would just start punching people in the face. It's just like, we told you to leave. Are you going to leave? Fuck you. Boom. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, yeah, it just, it just, that's how it goes down. So, like, um, it's, yeah, it's like any other private establishment. So, um, there, like, there, there are, like, legal things that you have to navigate as far as uh, uh, being a security person in a bar in North Carolina. But for the most part, for the most part, um, it's like once you tell somebody to leave and they refuse to vacate, then you, yeah, you can, you can push them out. You can punch them out. You can do whatever you got to do to get them to leave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you will, you will likely have to go to court um, about it. But you'll, you're, you're not, nothing's going to happen. Sure. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, the moral of the story is that we had to, uh, Yeah, we kicked him out. Um, he did, he did leave of his own volition. Um, and so nothing weird happened. That didn't happen until the end. Kind of. Let's say, like, I mean, I guess I got that you need to get out. He was taking a sweet time. I was like, all right, man. I did, I did most of the talking in that situation, except for uh, that. Right. That's exactly what we did. Because uh, I was just like, I was just like, I, I gave him his food to go. Um, he was just like, I didn't order it to go. And he's like, yeah, but I gave it to you to go because you got to leave. He was like, what, what are you kicking me out or something? I'm just like, well, you're done drinking and you're done eating. So yeah, it's probably time to go. And he's like, da, da, da. Yeah, no, and then Eli came and was like, why don't you take the hint, man? <laughs> <laughs>
for shit um and uh like i feel like a kindergarten teacher which is like go back to your seat yeah go s- sit down sit down this uh your carrots. yeah get, we we talk we talk to you there um you don't come up to the bar you go sit down um yo chris is undefeated with that people will come in yo, if i didn't mean you know you go sit down i'll bring it to you no but i no you go sit down and I'll pre- that's how this works. Like, I don't know why that's always so funny to me. Like, people have a menu in their hand. And like, y'all, let me take it back to my seat. And he'll be like, no, put it down. I'll take one to you. Like, you don't grab nothing from over here. You're my station right now. Don't put that shit down. And I'll walk to you and bring it to you. But I have it in my head. I don't care. Put it down. And I will grab one and bring it to you. You go sit the fuck down. And I'll be right with you in a minute. Um, Eli will be like, uh, during, like, Apple Festival... Um, oh, Eli, Eli Apple Festival was undefeated. Which, yeah, <laughs> oh, just like the greatest moments occurred. Uh, Apple Festival for still, people that I don't. Still fairly new to the... No, well, okay, so like Eli is like a goddamn serving prodigy. Uh, he he learned how to do the thing in like a couple of weeks, which is amazing. Um, and he's a great server, uh, really good at what he does. Um, immediately, it was it was a it was an anomaly. Um, but anyway, that so Apple Festival for people that don't live in Hendersonville, North Carolina, is um, a, a giant street festival that happens on Main Street. Well, you um, guys come to front the cook, the cooks and service. Yeah, keep going. We have we have about twenty thousand people uh, come into a town of that has like five bars, uh, five breweries, and now like a couple like, of shops. Yeah. Um, and so, like, 20,000 people descend on Main Street of Hendersonville, North Carolina, um, and they all expect, um, like, of, of, of food service, right? And it's, it's known throughout the restaurant community here that people will walk out, people will be upset. Um, every person that works in every restaurant works all of those days. So it's like, um, like, if you, if we usually have two, two, servers working on the floor in the black rose we have six during apple festival because it, it'd be like that um we put like extra tables out everywhere da, 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 da. the whole point is is um uh for example uh eli at a table and and they they wanted to talk to the manager it's like oh this is the 
This is the worst service we've ever received. So he he goes up and he's like, "Oh, what's up, guys? Like, uh, <laughs> what uh, you, you, what should I do? What 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 should I do? Like, what? How could I be better? Can you give me some pointers? Um, can you tell me?" Um, how to do this, like, fucking savage, like, and, uh, and of course they shut the fuck up, uh, because they, yeah, people, people very rarely actually want to say that shit to the, the people they're talking about, um, but, but yeah, no, yeah, like, like a goddamn savage, he goes up, just like, oh, I'm so sorry, I suck, like, what, sh what could I do better, do you have some pointers for me, uh, what, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. Like, the thing about Apple Festival is, like, especially, like, with y'all in front service, like, usually we just do a front patio inside, but Apple Festival, like, we, we have a back patio that he just let them sit out. And you can go out there and just, and y'all have to serve out there. Yeah. So I remember last Apple Festival, like, I don't know what day it was, but the morning shift, I think you had the back patio, and I think you was doing bar and some other shit, and you was like, this is some bullshit. Because the back patio had, like, I back here probably get like what four or five people out there. Four, I think it did four or five maybe. So it was fucking packed out there too. Hella people out there, families and shit. Yeah. And then the fucking it's just crazy. It's a, it's a fucking madhouse. Yeah, it like, really is. It's chaotic. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like it's it's balls. Like it's nonstop from open to close. Like, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. So that like basically why I was kind of a dick back to them was it's just it's kind of expected. Things in five minutes, and, and then someone comes up or says something kind of rude. Like, everyone knows the game. Like, you got people like in a line waiting to be seated and stuff like that. So, you can kind of you, you can get away with being a dick. So, I was definitely word to the wild out there, ladies and gentlemen. Don't ever, don't ever put your hand in Eli's face and say, Let me get some meat. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. That's not a thing that you ever do. Don't, don't, don't put your hands in my personal space. Especially now. now especially now. I'm, I'm, I think we said this on the first podcast. No, we definitely have talked about that. I need before. to give that, that episode to y'all. I forgot yeah. that it's still on my phone. Um, no, we definitely... Um, but yeah, don't don't reach across the bar and put your hands in my face. You look at that. Get your fucking hand in my fucking face. Can I get some You can... You can what did I say? No, you I said no. no, the dude was like, oh my god. No, Eli, the dude was like, oh, yeah, yo, yeah. let me get four memes. Yo, was like, get your hand out of my fucking face. I'm not I giving said, you nothing. And we like turned around and walked away. Yeah, no, I said, uh, I said, get your goddamn hand out of my fucking face. And I turned around <laughs> and completely ignored him. Because this is the I thing, like, <laughs> I don't think people realize, like, when you got outsiders, people, like, they don't live here, so they think that we're supposed to be prepared for this shit. And, like, I don't give a fuck how prepared we are. When it's busy, it's never, when it's yeah, busy it's, like that, it never goes to plan. you're you're frustrated. And especially that was like we had been here. I probably like. Yeah. No way. So like when you're annoyed, people being an athlete, like yo, I will strangle you right now. Don't play with me right now. Like, yeah, don't play. Just tell me your order. Let me get your drinks. Let me get, we can get this shit done. Just yeah, be I'm cool not, about it. We, like, you have no time to sit in conversation. No. Like, you can't, you can't run the, uh, like, your normal scheme as a server. Where you like, can't, yeah. Where you ask about stuff and you kind of, kind of, you tell the short stories, yeah. exchange stories back and forth. No, it's like, 
what do you want? I'm going to give it to you. And then I have to go do this like 16 more times. Yeah. And within 20 minutes. Right. Not, not it, it is burned and churned. It's no, there's no friendliness. I mean, like I smile, but it's fake. Yeah. And like anyone that walk, like says that they are genuine about this, once you hit, <laughs> once, you, once you hit hour three or four, it's every any kind of politeness. <laughs> so this is my friend's hilarious. Because I remember Apple Festival this this past year we did it and. I was talking to Chris, and Chris was like, you know, I'm be chitted. I know it's going to be a shit show, so I'm just prepare myself. Because Chris is one of them, like, when he get busy, he get this tunnel vision thing. When he, like, he's focused, he don't know, he don't really talk. He's got this look. And, like, it's like, all right, Chris, not in the mood to be talking. <laughs> so Chris was like that. He had told me that day, like, I'm chit, Cam, you know what? I know it's going to be some bullshit. It's going to be busy as boss. I'm not going to let this shit affect me. I'm going to just be me. I'm going to just be chit, standing in good mood because I know it's going to be fucked up. 30 minutes into it, Chris was already like, he had to look at him like, Chris, he was just like, he just kept walking. I'm like, you good? He was like, no. Like, he was like, these motherfuckers already pissing me off. He just kept, I'm like, Dad, I thought you was going to be good today. And then that night when we had clothes, I thought, I thought you was going to be good today. Chris, he was like, I tried, Cam. I really tried, but like, they just know how to piss me off again in my skin. So I just, I just can't do it. Like, it's not meant for me to try to. <laughs> yeah. Um, nah, that shit. Nah, Apple Festival was full of stories. I'm telling both of y'all now. I'm taking a trip after Africa. Once you get your, once you yeah. get your bonus. Fuck that bonus. I'm just the, I think, honestly, the build up to me, we would close like two days after Africa. Well, then, I, I think, think, I think that we should all like go to Charleston. Just decide to be not working for like, yeah, we just call it. like, like that Sunday, because I think it's called like, September 3rd or 4th or something like that. Is it's Labor last, Day weekend. Yeah, 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 it's, 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 it's like the last Sunday uh, uh, of that. It's, it's, it's Sunday of that week. It's the first week of September. Um, that's when Apple Festival ends. And I think that's just be like, we'll be back next week. I think if everybody did that, they'd just be like, okay, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, we made that. I'm, I, don't get me started on that. I, I honestly don't want to be there. I'm thinking, I'm thinking I'm making a reason why I can't work there. I don't want to, I want to shut down. But that's a lot of money for everybody. That's like y'all golden weekend. Like yeah, at the end of that true. weekend, like it's like you're gonna be like, fuck this job, I hate it, but like you catch up, but you're gonna be like, God damn, I made it I made it kill me. Like, <laughs> yeah, because like <laughs> on the other hand, you make like six thousand dollars each Yeah, that's like a hella great weekend for y'all. So like that's always like literally like if y'all wanted to y'all could be like that's why everybody does it because it's like I hate this shit, I'm gonna be pissed off, I'm gonna be so annoyed, but it's just like fuck, I gotta Money on Monday is going to look really good. This Monday money is going to look really good after I count it all up after this weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday is going to look beautiful. Oh, for sure. So, for sure. I, want, I want to know the, the thing that you were, you, I don't know, you brought it up in the kitchen or something. Like yeah, Eli, Eli has a topic. I think I have a topic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I have to know. Eli has a topic we're going to discuss. We have, oh, we have that, topics today. Though, so. Which... I'm gonna tell you that off here. It's okay. Okay. So we got the first. Okay, we got. God. Did I ask? Did I ask that one the other day? Did I ask that on last podcast? No. I don't think so. Nah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, so sometimes I'll just be 
farm around my house or I'll be working on the company topics to talk about. So we got this one, it's uh, for y'all. It's like, how, okay, um, how you grew up with music and where you're at with it today. What kind of music did you grow up with? And then like, how did it influence you? Or okay, so. That kind of, that kind of stuff. Um, where, where are you at with the music you grew up with? I grew up like typical rap, hip hop shit. But I'm an R&B guy. So, like, my music was, like, in the house or in the car with my dad. They ended up playing music my dad, my mom. I get my R&B shit from my mom. And then my hip-hop shit from my dad because my dad was always in the car at the house playing rap, listening to fucking Cube and Snoop and Nas and Biggie and all that, Tupac, all the old school. So that's why I got my, like, like it from hip-hop. And I'm more of, like, a those type of rap. Like, I like, like, lyricists more than anything, like, I like some of the newer, I like some of the new school, like, rappers of how they do it today, for sure. But I'm definitely more of, like, a lyricist liker, if that makes sense to you guys. I definitely like more, like, rap rap. Um, and I, my R&B, I'm, I'm a, I think I'm more of an R&B guy than anything. Like, I have a big R&B bag. Like, I, it's sometimes I come, like, <laughs> there's been times, but I, I'm always here first in the morning to open and stuff, and... Christmas came in in the morning, like, yo, Cam, I'm like, what's good? He's like, you, you all right today, man? I'm like, well, what's up? And you and your feelings, aren't you? I was like, nah, dude, it's just... Some, some days I feel like I'm in my R&B bag. I have a deep yeah, bag yeah. of R&B. Like, yeah. I, came, I came in and you were listening to, like, a bunch of, like, breakup songs, basically. <laughs> uh, just like, oh, she's gone. And uh, that one, it's like, are you right? Nah, but, that, but that's just my bag. I love R&B. But that's just, those are, those are my bags, like, hip-hop, rap. R&B. Um, these two are definitely way more diverse in music, especially, I think Eli might, Eli probably has the, the them two probably have the more di- deepest bag, probably Eli, because Chris is into a lot of, Chris like rap, but Chris like more like the old school rappers. Eli like the old school, the new school rap, but he also, like, they both like all different types of genre music. But I would say Eli might have the deepest bag between us, between all three of us, I would say, because he's more New school with stuff, old school. Yeah. So that's what I would say. And I, I like to, I like to, like the shit that y'all listen to. I'll instantly add it to my right. collection, and then I'll, that's how I, uh, that's how I grow my music. But yeah, no. So when I, when I was growing up, I grew up in the fucking sticks of Virginia, the mountains. Uh, so I listened to a lot of bluegrass in country. And a little bit of classic rock. Not, not much. But it was a lot of like country. And so and then when I moved to South Dakota, it's all rural out there. So it's still all, all country. And then it wasn't until probably I got into college before I really delved into rap and pop. And so that's, yeah, that's when I kind of, that's when I kind of got into rap. But I, I yeah, no, I listened to a, very wide selection now. Absolutely. Because um, it's all like fucking indie, grunge rock, uh, alternate rock, classic rock, stuff, like new, like new school rock. I listen to Screamo um, sometimes. And actually, I've, I've recently in the gym, rap really doesn't do it for me anymore. It doesn't get my blood pumping enough. Like, when I go to the gym, I'm there to the fucking. Like I, I don't talk to me. 
Say uh, weirdly enough, I guess um, my my mom. Um, okay, so like both my parents like music. Yeah, everybody right. likes music or whatever. Um, they like never really impressed that. Like they they, they didn't like show me music. Uh, like my mom doesn't really listen to music uh, on a regular basis. Um, she, uh, uh, has some shit that she likes, but, like, most of the time she's listening to the radio would be, like, news or something like that. Um, my dad, uh, wasn't a music person, like, uh, he, he taught me how to play guitar or something like that. Um, but he never really showed me anything. He kind of, like, wait for me to find shit. Um, and be like, what is this? Okay, so for, uh, I guess the best example I have of that is, uh, when I was a kid, I was super into the Mighty Ducks. Hell yeah. The movie. Um, uh, Everybody that adds up. Yeah, that, that <laughs> shit was the shit for me. Um, loved, I, like, I probably watched all, all, there's, there's the Mighty Ducks, D2, D3. Hit them with that V formation, I'm saying. Yeah, right? Flying V. Yeah. Uh, I, definitely watch, I definitely watched all of them. Um, I watched all of them. And I was, I was obsessed with those movies. Um, I watched them so much that, like, I could, like, recite the dialogue um, at some point. And, uh, but anyway, um, I've been watching those movies, and uh, in, in the end of Mighty Ducks 2, uh, when um, the Mighty Ducks are, are playing Team Iceland, uh, they uh, started playing uh, We Will Rock You. Um, as the closing soundtrack, right? And, uh, like, that song was the shit for me. Um, and then also, like, at the very end of the movie, um, one of the guys, like, plays We Are the Champions on guitar. Um, and, uh, that was the end of that movie. But the point was is that I, I went to my dad, I'm just like, have you heard this song? <laughs> like, it's so great. It's the <laughs> song from... The Mighty Ducks when they're when they're playing Team Iceland, he's like, "Yeah, that's we will rock you by Queen." I'm like, oh, okay." Uh, so we went and bought me a cassette tape because um, I had a little like cassette player or whatever. He bought me uh, the cassette tape of, of Queen. News of the World was the name of the album that that's on. Mm-hmm. Those two songs are on, um, and so I listened uh, to the shit. Out of that, and then he, he also got me um, another tape that had a great Queen rap on it and stuff like that. So I was listening to a lot of Queen uh, when I was a kid. And it's funny because the mustache is there. Yeah, and you, <laughs> it's only about five you, times a day. Yeah, you, know, you won't yeah, like Freddie Mercury. Yeah, you look exactly like Freddie Mercury. And uh, then I was, um, uh, you, you guys remember School of Rock? Oh, yeah. 
that movie. Right. Yeah. Um, so in one of the first scenes in there, he's playing um, uh, guitar for the kid, like the guitar kid, and he's playing a song, and that song is Highway to Hell uh, by ACDC. And I thought that was the shit. And it's like, dang, like, the song. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's Highway to Hell by ACDC. <laughs> so then he went and bought me. Um, Highway to Hell and Back in Black uh, on CD this time because that's that's the era in time that we had gotten into. Uh, so he gave me these two CDs, uh, and so I started listening to that shit. Um, but after that, it was mostly just like shit that I downloaded on the internet, like other other uh, stuff that I'd heard. I got like way into Pink Floyd and all the classic rock things. The point of what I'm trying to say is that, uh, like, they they really didn't give me any kind of musical influence or education. I kind of just, like, found shit that I like, and then I, I would tell my dad about it and be like, oh, yeah, no, that's that. Uh, and then uh, he'd, he'd give it to me, and then, um, then there was, like, Napster. So everything else was just, I figured it out. Um, I got super into, like, rap and, and hip-hop for, like, a, a period of time, and that's when I got into, like, Nas and Biggie and Del the Funky Home Sapien and Tribe Called Quest and De La Soul and all that other fun stuff. Yeah, I, 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 don't think, I don't think my parents would, like, know, like, listen to this type of music. I was just, it would just be, like, you know, growing up in the house. Like, I don't know how it is in y'all house, but I know in my, my house, like, well, it would be time to clean, like, mom to put music on or, like, do stuff, like, in the house and then just be music playing. Like, you know, we do a big cleanup on Sundays. Yeah. She got to throw some music on her dad would. So, like, in the car, my dad riding around listening to music or just little stuff like that. Like, I was just hear what they would be playing. That's gradually how I grew They were like, yo, this. But speaking of, speaking of movies and songs at the end of movies, the most classic song at the end of every black movie <laughs> I think we all know what this is. <laughs> that Jadakiss song. Yeah. That shit, it's just, it's in, it's almost in every, not in everyone, but it's in a lot of movies. It's fucking crazy. No, okay. and, and it's like, excuse, it's always like, the back of the soundtrack to like. You know what we're like, talking about? Excuse my whiteness. I do not know. You know, you know what that. Um, I know Jada Kiss, but I can't, I can't play it right now. I, it, 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 no, it's not Jada Kiss, it's Twister. It's not Jada Kiss, it's Twister. Yeah. If that, and we hopeful. Yeah, my man. Hopeful, but today, take this music and... Maybe, yeah. What, like, if you played it, I thought... Yeah, I... Yeah, no, it's, it's like, it's like... I'm, I'm going to try to bring it up right now. Oh, yeah, play like five seconds of this. Yeah, we can't. Uh, it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, the, the funny thing is that uh, one time I Googled just like the song at the end of black movies. And, and it pops out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll actually start me into my next question, too. Yeah. I'll let, I'll let uh, hold on. <laughs> What's that shit called? I think it's called Hope, but I got it right here. It is called Hope. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, I definitely think I know what you're talking about. I 
if yeah, it's in that, every movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. That is. If I, in every movie. I got to re-up my subscription to stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. No copyright. <laughs> Alright, so that, uh, that brings but, yeah, but it's always accompanied by that, like, that thing that they do in movies where it's like, and then, uh, you, you know, like, Jamal went on to start his own, uh, small Cut. business. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, like. Yeah, I got that. Uh, fucking Timo so, yeah, went so, on to college and played three years at Duke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and had a successful career overseas. <laughs> yeah, like Charnese finally connected with her mother. And and uh, yeah, no, it's 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 always that that just like epilogue of like here's yeah. how all these people like turn their shit around. Um, but then they always got the one fucked up one, like the one dude that was like, yeah, and he went to jail. Yeah, yeah he, like, everyone wanted. <laughs> yeah, shit like that. Um, yeah, so this goes into my next question. Actually, it's like, all right, this is a question for Cam. I have to think of another one for you, Chris, right here, but okay. It's like, do you ever? All right. <laughs> so do you ever get like exhausted with hanging out with white people? <laughs> and you just gotta like go back, go back and hang with the boys. <laughs> so for me, um, like, is there days where you're like, man, fuck these? I have a very um, <laughs> diverse group of friends, and I would say all my friends are pretty different. But I ever get tired of hanging out with you guys? No. Because not like even us specifically, but like here. But that's the thing, like y'all are my main like white friends. Yeah. Like I don't have I don't really have like a lot of like oh I do have a lot of white friends, but I don't really have because I'm friends with like people like I'm a y'all know how I am. I'm gradually just like graduate towards everybody. I'm so cool. I be chilling. I kind of just tooted my whole horn there when I said I'm so cool, but um that's fine. Um, but no, I don't say I get tired of. Because y'all are my main, like, white friends, like, you... Okay, no, hold on. Before you continue, brief aside, um, you, you have, uh, this, like, ability to become, uh, like, really close with people really quickly in such that, like, like, how many, how many fucking houses in this city could you stay at? Like, like, I... Went to Michigan with my girlfriend a couple of weeks ago. Hey, sissy. And I had to call Cam because her mom wanted to talk to Cam. Yeah. Like, it was like, it's like I called him because like he he checked up on us like what we're doing. We're like, hey, how's the drive? Like, how's the trip? Whatever. He's like, it's good, it's good. Like, talk to you. Whatever. Like, hold on. Like, put the hand over Sherry. Yeah. He's like, Cam, my son. Oh. No, because I'm, I'm very like I know I'm very personable with people. And I don't give off like a, a shit vibe, so I give off very like, and I'm very talkative and open with people. So when I talk to people, I talk as a as a carer, and you know I talk to people. And I, like, I care about them, and I don't really just be an asshole all the time. 
So I don't really come off as that. Like I come off as like caring and and shit like that. So hey man. We're busy. Anyway, um sorry we got sidetracked. Um yeah, I just come off as like a very caring person. Like, I actually, I'm actually genuine when I ask shit. Like but people could tell like when you talking to them, you're like, oh, he don't really give a fuck, he just talking like he don't care that he just happened to just be talking to me, so he just said whatever. So like I can do that. So like there are people I talk to, and like you might, you two might have been able to tell, you might have been able to tell that like <laughs> when we're talking, when I'm talking to certain people, I don't really care what they got to say. I'm just talking to have a conversation. Yeah. But then other people I talk to, like you can tell, like oh, I'm actually being genuine with them because I actually care what they got to say. So I, it's just a big difference, and I'm naturally just like that. Though like Chris always tell me like, how do you like? put effort and the energy into people, like, the care. Because like, I tell Chris all the time, like, I'm very, like, I love people, like, the people I care for, like, I fuck with you. Yeah. Like, like, when, like, when Eli was on his little sabbatical and he was gone, I was still texting, like, yeah, you good? Because mm-hmm. I thought, I generally fuck with Eli, so I'm like, let me check on him and make sure he good. That's just how I am, like, when you said when you was gone, I was like, yo, how was the trip? Y'all drove good? Was, I just like checking on people to make sure they good. Because I also feel like, once I give people my energy personally, I fuck with them. I just make it a point to be like, all right, let me check on them, make sure they're good. Because once we form a relationship, I just feel like I just, that's not how I got to, but I just want to. Just because I want them to know, like, yeah, you can't fuck with me. Yeah, that's and I'm, I try to be real as possible. Like, I don't like to be like, oh, I fuck with you when I'm in your face. But then, like, if you leave, I'm not going to see you. I don't, I don't want you to think I'm like, I don't fuck with you or like, care for you. That's just a me thing, person. Yeah. No, that, that's, a, that's a really awesome because that's, I guess that's one thing that I always struggled with, like, I still struggle with that today, it's, like, checking back up with people, because, like, I, like, when you move around, like, fucking 14 times as a kid, when you move twice in the same grade, you kind of lose touch with people. Absolutely. So I naturally have an ability to still lose touch with people, like, I, I just, like, I moved around so much that it was kind of pointless to, like, I would make friends while I was there, but as soon as, as, soon as I would, I need out of there. It was kind of, I mean, it's like I never. No, for sure. It's different. People because I was like, well, like, fuck, am I, I going to move in the next year? Like, because that, it, it was, I, 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 became, I definitely became a product of my environment because of how much I moved around. So, like, that's one thing that I've really started to attempt to do better is to, like, stay in touch with people. Yeah, absolutely. Like, people that I care about because I can definitely get in my own shit. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I feel like in your defense, though, it's different. In your defense, it's different when you're younger. Because, like, when you're younger, when you're in school, it's, it's harder to keep up with people like that. Because, like, you in school, it's like, are we young? I feel like I've gotten better at that. Like, I don't talk to a lot of people I talked to when I was in high school just because, like, you guys just start doing other shit. But as I got older, like, I try to keep relationships just because I know how, like, valuable certain relationships can be. So, I just try to keep it with everybody. And I'm just naturally, like, I'm naturally always just welcome. So, like, people are always going to gravitate towards me. And, like, I'm welcome and I'm funny. I be chilling. I'm cool. So, I be laid back. I don't really just be jumping on, forcing on people. And I naturally just have, like, I don't want too much. I naturally just have, like, a good aura energy around. Yeah, no, you're pretty, you're pretty extroverted. But that's the thing, though. I am, but I'm also not. Like, if I don't know you, Same. I'm not. And I think that's with everyone. Like, matter of fact, we had a bonfire last night. And I was telling Kristen this that last night, like, I'm very, like, I'm extroverted as hell when the people I know, but, like, if I don't know you, I'd be, like, I'm still, like, talkative and I'd be chilling, but, like, I'm not super, like, 
outgoing like everybody thinks. Like if you ask everybody who knows me and like see me on a daily basis, like they, they would be like, "Yo, Cam is like fucking crazy. Like he is hella like chill. He be talking all the time. You guys always good vibes." But like if people just if somebody met me for the first time, they would be like, "Cam was he was just like he was cool, but like he wasn't just." But as over time, they would see me just come out more. I don't know why I'm like that. Like, I'm not shy at all. Like, I'm not a shy person, but... No, you're definitely not shy. The, re- the reason I say I, I don't be like that, and I'm going to tell you why I'm like that with people I'm just not meeting, is because maybe I don't want them to think, oh, this motherfucker is crazy, crazy, for real, for real. Because if I just break out how I am all the time, like, when people, they first meet me, it's kind of crazy. they like, yo, this motherfucker is crazy. But Eli, I feel like Eli was kind of chill when he first started, like, how he is now. But Eli didn't come in, like... You know how like when some people come come in on a job, they kind of just quiet, laid that in. They want to feel, feel everybody out. I feel like Eli was like, he came in kind of like talking, and he kind of like meshed really well with everybody because I don't know if you remember this. When you first came in, it was one of them days like we had we was opening, and we was in there playing music, and you was like, "Yo, this is a banger." And we started talking about music, and I was like, "Oh, you fuck with the music," and you was like, "Oh yeah, this is hit, this is hit." And we was like, "Oh yeah, we meshed like on music." So that was kind of, kind of how me and, me, me and him met kind of quick because we was talking about music all the time and then that just opened up to everything else and then we just kind of spun off that. But yeah, I'm very like personal people. My join with you we talked about last night was when your first few days and the reason I didn't talk to Chris immediately when he first started working here is because Chris got through into the fire. I'm just, we're going to be honest. Chris first day, they, they hired him and they trained him one day and next day it was like, Yeah, you by yourself today. Like you on your own. Like completely. Like nobody else is here to work with you but you. So I kinda gave yeah, for real. Like it was like, yo, Chris, like, yo, this everything down here is stock. This is this is what a beer cooler is, this is what this shit is. It's how you sign on the computer. By the way, I'm leaving the rest of the day, so like, you have the day by yourself, so like I can't you're on your own. So it was like one of them things. So I gave him a few days by myself, but me being me, I have a lot of crazy, like, scenarios and questions I ask people. So my first thing with Chris was, yo, Chris, come in, man. Let me ask you this. What, what do you think about this? And he was like, well, since you had to ask me, Cam, <laughs> like, something right I tell you what's really going on right now. And that's how me and him started the best. So yeah, like, but it wasn't with, like, regular <laughs> shit. Uh, first of all, you have to understand, like, he came around. It, it wasn't this, but it was something like this. He came around, though, mine, and was just like, yo, Chris. Like, yeah, it's like, would you rather give up cheese or blowjobs? <laughs> it wasn't that, but it was like some crazy bullshit that I'd be asking, like, one of my crazy ass questions. Uh, I mean, yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's just some, like, some random ass fucking shit. Um, but I thought it was interesting. And, uh, yeah, I can. So I, I had to give, like, an over explanation. Yeah, that was whatever the fuck it was I was thinking about. It's like, well, it's actually, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's like this because. Yeah, me. I, I wish I could remember what that first question was because it was something like that. Dude, I'm telling you, I have so many. Like, I could probably come right back because I have like this kind of set ones that I already ask people just for general like. Great conversation starts. It's actually oh, uh, something that I learned from you. Just like if like you're feeling awkward, you got to break up the ice with somebody. Just ask them like a random ass motherfucker. Oh, I'm great with that. Yeah. I am top tier with that. Yeah. I can break some ice. Yeah, and like going back to the whole like when I like when I first started here and I kind of started start talking like instantly, I, that has never happened. <laughs> now, that has never happened between other jobs because I was I was definitely always that I'm gonna feel everyone out first and right. kind of get that. 
But like, and, and I don't think it ever really worked for me. So I'm like, well, you know, like this is probably my opportunity to come out of my shell. And I think it's just a natural part of kind of growing up. I'm getting more, getting more, not necessarily even confident in yourself, but just being able to come out of your shell a little bit more, or introducing yourself and uh, making yourself be likable in the first place. Like, I think that was one thing I struggled with, especially like in construction. Everyone fucking hates their life yeah. and so you roll up and like try to after after you walk up to like your third new job in construction it's like well I know how this goes everyone fucking hates each other and their lives especially their wives that all rhymed <laughs> I'm still going that was a bar that was a bar that was a bar turn me up <laughs> turn, man man turn me Mike up Mike Hyde yeah so um you kind of learn just to say, like, fuck it, and let's just get this job done. Because I don't really want to be, no, like, especially in construction, it's just like, I didn't want to be like those guys. Right, absolutely. Because they were just fucking assholes. Like, major, ma- like, major assholes. And I was like, man, I don't want to be associated with these kind of people because they are miserable, and misery fucking loves company. Absolutely. And so when I first came into here, I was like, man, this is my chance to kind of to not do that, like because I felt the vibe from everyone else, like when I was when I first came in. I was like, all right, these seem like cool people. Like they're not, they don't seem totally miserable. <laughs> um, so, and then it, it, like it was just like one of those topics. I think we, I was, I started shooting. I think the first question was like, oh yeah, did you hear that new J. Cole? Well, that wasn't right the time. I think Cole might have dropped. No, I don't Cole, think it was, Cole dropped like a month or two before. Yeah, he addressed the mother too before that. Yeah, so I was like, yo, hey, they're like black. They probably like J. Cole. Right, absolutely. <laughs> and I was like, Cole the guy. He was like, I fuck with Cole. And then it just went from there. And then it went down a rabbit hole of everything else. And we just, and then we just clicked from there. So Yeah, and then, and then Chris and I clicked more of, um, we were both kind of, uh, his interest. Like, I don't think. Yeah. No, that's like, yeah, no, that, that sounds about right. Introspective. Yeah. Introspective. So we, yeah. We had, we had like pretty good, um, I want to say pretty good. They were very good conversations. Like, yeah. We just have like weird philosophical conversations. Yeah. That's, and that like, and then we also have the pretty much the same humor. Yeah. Have, like the, like, it's kind of quirky stuff that yeah. like, we like, like dry humor in a sense, stuff like that. So that's how, Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I think I'm a very social social com- chameleon too. Yeah, God damn, I was talking to it differently. I don't know why. Um, I am very good with all different types of people. I like, talk to them just because that's how I am. And I've talked to so many people and just like growing up and being in different environments and shit. So I'm naturally to just adapt like how I need to act and talk to people and I can just interact. So I definitely agree with that though. Because I, 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 I could talk to you. almost anybody and not relate or, but just keep a conversation going and just entertain or, per se. Just because I'm very, I'm also a good listener. So if you know how to ask yeah. the right questions, yeah. if you know how to ask the right questions, you can listen to somebody talking like that. Yeah, kind of like, carry the conversation. Like the therapist yeah, for sure. So, but 
Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I guess, uh, like, if, if you want to tie it back into sort of the theme, that's like, it's like kind of something that happens doing this kind of work. Right. Uh, is, uh, it, you learn a lot about people, and it's, and it's not that it makes you fake. I, I don't think that um, anything that any of us do is disingenuous or um, manipulative or, or fake or whatever. It's just that, like, get exposed to so many uh, types of people and dispositions and personalities and information uh, and you I don't know, I think it kind of introduces yourself to yourself. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, that was, that was one of the things, like, even when I was still working in construction, yeah. I was like, man... I don't, I don't know what it is about me, but I've always, I think it was before, like when I was back in high school, um, when I was trying to prepare for academy, because yeah. I basically did a bunch of shit that would make my resume look good. Yeah. So I naturally started trying out a lot of different things and applying for like jobs and stuff like that. So naturally when I came, like, even though I did obviously not. <laughs> I did not make it to the Air Force Academy. <laughs> I am still here. <laughs> so, but um, even when I was working construction, I was like, man, I should probably go work in a restaurant or a retail job to build my social skills. I already had pretty good social skills. I think it just I lacked confidence in myself. But I can carry conversation like, I, like very well. Um, but even like even even I was at my, another job, I was like, I should probably go do this to get better at sensing. And, right, and then I was like, well, and then I managed, and then I pulled this off. Um, <laughs> and so I definitely reaffirmed myself that I have very good communication skills and I'm pretty articulate and I can flow with everyone and talk to customers and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I think you're great at it. Um, it's like a to um, connect with a bunch of different types of people um, in a very short amount of time and it's stress management and um, you know not like flipping a table over on somebody um, 
for, for being shitty because, um, unfortunately, I think that a lot of people still go to places like bars and restaurants and, and treat the people that serve them like shit because they can. Um, it's like, uh, something that I've always said about people that try to hit on service people like so it's like if you're a guy and you go to a bar and you want to hit on the bartender or if you want to hit on your server um or whatever it's fucked up to do because they have to be nice to you and they can't leave so that sort of translates into all the interactions that I don't think this is working. It's, it's getting in there. Getting on. Fuck, yeah, no, I can hear myself way better. Man, God. Well, that's because the, the, the headphones are plugged into this box, but the box is plugged into the computer. Um, we'll play it back just to make sure, but I'm, okay. I'm like 99% sure that everything, so every, everything you've done is... Okay, yeah, I'll... I'll that? Yeah, can you hear me? It's, it's moving, it's not but, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's probably in there, we'll, we'll listen back to it just to make sure, um, but, but, um, but yeah, no, uh, so it's like, yeah, this is one of those, like, jobs that it's a great stepping stone job, because it teaches you so much communication skills in it, that's like one of the things that I'm like, now that I've been in it for, I mean, like, it is a year now or so, Definitely over a year because you started working here before your birthday. Your birthday is in like a week. Yeah, well, yeah. So I guess if you take those couple months out, then 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 it'll be like a year. It's it's one of those I wish everyone would kind of work in a restaurant at least for a little bit just to get a taste of it. Yeah, because it's one of the it builds communication skills and also teaches you how to fucking treat people that are of service to you. Situation. Like, not yeah. Power, yeah. In any situation. Because there's there's definitely plenty of people that abuse the opportunity oh, to to speak with impunity. service person is really trash and that it's obvious that they're trash, you can maybe like a little bit, but don't be like an outward dick to them kind of a thing. Like you could definitely get away with it like a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Like, just like, don't go back there. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, like, everybody's got their own things going on at any, any given time, and, and it's not that, like, um, like, yes, we want to be here, but um, we don't always want to be here, um, and um, it's, 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 
something we've learned how to do to, to like pay the bills and stuff like that. And for the most part, people bring a positive attitude and a, and a strong work ethic and all this other kind of stuff, um, to the job, but you know, everybody can't be perfect all the time. And it's just like, I, I think that, um, what I find is a lot of the times when, like when I'm doing a double and it's been, uh, you know, I, I've been, I've been working for seven hours and it's six o'clock at night and people come in, um, and they have this like expectation of me being like, like they, they don't, they, they hadn't, they haven't comprehended the fact that like I got here at 10, um, and it is now seven o'clock at night. Um, I haven't sat down. Um, I've probably eaten a, like a little bit. Um, but I've been doing this for seven straight hours. Um, yeah, that's like we, without much of a, yeah, right. We're like with no break. Um, a couple minutes, you know? Um, but, but they come in and they, and they, they, they kind of want somebody that like just got there. Like, they're just like, it, it's almost like they're confused that I'm not like matching their excitement for being here. Uh, they're just like, Oh, we're super excited to be here. It's like, yeah, cause you're about to eat and drink like, and you're sitting down and like, like I'm not being an asshole. Like, and I'm trying to do the best that I can to get you the shit that you're asking for. Um, but like, don't like, I'm not fresh. Like, like I've already been here for one whole work day and I'll be here for another five hours after that. Um, so it's just like every single day is like 11 hours of like constant movement, not sitting down. It's the same for the back of house too. Like they're standing next to like fucking 300 degree ovens and flat tops and, um, like dealing with all of our bullshit. Yeah. And like they're on their feet and moving around and like making all this shit and it's nonstop. And the, and the other thing too, it's like, it's different from a normal workload because like, I, I think that like, if you go into something like an office job, it's just like, okay, like here are my tasks. These are the things that I'm going to have to accomplish today. Um, like, let me measure them out and arrange them in a way that's suitable to my attention and effort that I'm going to give today. And after about four hours, I'm going to sit down for an hour, do whatever I want, eat some food, and I'll come back to it. Um, and then, like, continue to try to accomplish these tasks in the order and um, importance that I've assigned to them at the beginning of the day. And if I don't get to all of it, well, I'll do it tomorrow. Like with like this type of work is dynamic and it's, and it's like what we do, it's dynamic, it's random. Um, it can be a whole lot of shit at one time. It can be nothing. Uh, and like, it's, it's, so it's like, you know, like Chinese water torture where, uh, what they'll do is like, they'll, you're, you're just strapped to a chair and they'll drip a drop of water onto your forehead at variable times. Um, and sometimes it's, it's constant and then it'll be cut off. Uh, and then an hour later, they'll put one more drop on you. And then like two minutes later, it's another drop. And then three minutes later, it's like five more drops. It's, it's, and, and what drives you crazy is that you can't anticipate what it is that you're about to 
go through, like what you're about to experience. And it's just a drop of water on your forehead, um, but it drives you nuts. And it, the, the, the pace and the tone and the cadence of the work that we do is similar to that in such that like it's 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 well, it's not that it's torture it's just always that you never know what you're gonna have to do um and for some reason it's always that like when you over prepare you get nothing and when you're under prepared you get everything um it's like some sort of law of restaurant universe is that when you're understaffed you'll be slammed when you're overstaffed you'll be dead um, when, uh, you don't have one thing in the kitchen, everybody orders that thing that day. Um, it really is like, it's, it's just, it's like, it's this bizarre phenomena. Um, and it's really, it's, it's not that bad because like we all make money and that's why we're here and it's, and it's, it's fine at the end of the day. Um, but it's, it's different than, I guess, what people who haven't done it before think it is um it, it really is not um work for stupid lazy people which is how i think a lot of people imagine restaurant work to be yeah. Just, yeah, definitely and that's like within on like on the flip side of all of that it makes when we go out to restaurants it makes us appreciative yeah everyone especially when they're a good server no one tips better than rich old, servers. yeah, rich old people and other servers. Yeah. No one will tip you better. No, like, no one, or, or like, or, um, like kitchen guys, <laughs> like when they, like, they, like they know what's going on in the back, kind yeah. of thing, so they feel it, they're really nice, and yeah. shit like that, so. Yeah, I have a, um, so I hate when I the people, when our people, like, I have fun family members who I hate when I with. Because they are, they are the, the annoying people, and I'm like, yo, y'all gotta stop acting. Oh, yeah. Like, y'all, y'all are embarrassing. Yeah. Like, what are y'all doing? So I just, uh, you, you know how those people you work in the kitchen. I'm like, yo, you can't even be acting. They don't care. Like, like one time, I, I, I like to eat with so I family members and my older family members, and they were just at the table just acting the ass. Like, I don't know, acting and ass. And I was like, y'all know this lady don't care, right? Like, that's how it's questions, what she got going on. She don't care. Yeah, no, that's uh. And then she's probably gonna be like, and she was like, "No, it's fine, okay." I'm like, "No, you don't have to say that." I'm like, "I know in your heart you don't care. You want to walk away right now, but they're holding me up." I was like, "Yo, yeah, don't let them fool you. Like, I know you had to say to this because you had work." I have to. I'm like, "You know, I know." Yeah, no, I, I think it. I think it's the. Uh, I think it's definitely that the boomer generation and prior. Like, uh, Early, early millennials and boomer generation. I think they just uh, they just expect that to be treated like fucking kings and queens, but it's not. not really. like, I, I didn't call my mom about that on that shit. I'm like, mom, you act like a fucking care right now. Like, you, need to, you need to like I, get together, mom. Like yeah, I like don't worry, people. I still even call my I call my family out too. Like, there's, no, you, there's, you gotta call them out the most. Yeah, no, so like, I, I, I definitely them. called out my mom. I'm like, mom, you need to just fucking relax. Oh, absolutely. There, there's there's a whole entire world out there that's you're not at the center of it. Yeah, I feel like... And vice versa. I, I definitely think sometimes that I need to say. Yeah, but I, I think the thing with the parents, though, is they have a whole different outlook because, like, your parents still try to, like, 
But like that's Japan. Then your parents like together, like your grandma, these people, older generation of your parents. They still trying to act like like you're a child still. Like you should do this. Like, like calm down. Like, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, that's your, that's your I, I think it. I think it's the advice they give. Yeah, um, is definitely. How do I say, how do I say it? It's the the advice is almost heard on like with deaf ears kind of thing. I, I forget how that saying goes, but basically, it's like they're trying to give me advice, and it's not like that that I that I am acting like I know everything, but right. it's just. The advice that they're giving is outdated. It's like, well, I'm I'm my own person. Times are changing every single fucking day. We live through a catastrophic event every other month, and so it's like I don't got time to listen to your 1950s bullshit because it ain't like that. No, not really. Get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, not really. I don't know, but you know, yeah, it definitely is a. Yeah, no, it's definitely the uh, yeah the advice is outdated. Oh, that that style of, of giving advice is outdated. That's that's probably what I mean. Yeah, I no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm not mad. It's it's We were we were talking about like parents or like your older generation. They're trying to like talk to you like you were a kid and try to tell you advice. Well, it's, it's, it's funny, though, uh, and what's unique about the generation, uh, like our generation, uh, is, is you want to say, like, uh, Gen X and millennials and Gen Z. What's unique about our generation is that um, all of the past experiences of our parents and our grandparents are like valid. Um, in uh, that, like, when our parents were growing up, like, our grandparents would tell shit to our parents that was worthwhile. Like, it was useful information. So this is how the world works. This is how you should navigate the situation. Like, um, all that stuff um, was still usable as far as experience was concerned. Nowadays, um, it's almost not worth a shit to ask your parents about anything because it's, it's not applicable to the modern experience anymore. Like, all of it's brand new. Um, and so, like, we're we're figuring it out live. Like, we're we're doing this all on our own, uh, for the most part, um, at least in a social sense, if not in like a financial and and uh, subsistive sense. Um, so it's yeah, it's it's like we're 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 doing all this shit brand new. And that's like about listening um, if you listen into what other people are trying to tell you too much it's one probably because they're afraid that like, they need you to do what they did to them to do what they did exactly oh so yeah absolutely you do the exact same thing the same type of yeah. Do the same thing so that they feel okay that they made that decision. Like, oh, okay, cool. Like, at least someone else is doing it now, and I'm not a fucking loser. Um, so that's like, especially with the with the times moving today, it, like, definitely take everything with a with a grain of salt um, because it's just not. Especially like listening to your relatives and stuff like that when like if you listen to them especially uh, I guess it's for people that are their parents are super controlling 
if you do what your parents are telling you to do, you are going to resent them and it will destroy your relationship. They want like they want to have a health like they want to have a healthy relationship with you, but they're too overbearing. They don't realize it because they're trying to protect you, but that like it's not their life to live. Um, so like I had that like I even I had that after like I dropped out of college. I definitely had a watch of my family. Hey, why'd you drop out of school? It's like because I can't fucking do it. You don't understand. It's not, and that's I'm not trying to be like pretentious or whatever. It just it, it's not your life to live. It's mine. Like I will definitely take I'll take an L on dropping out of fucking college because I can go back and finish it within a year if I wanted to and still not use the fucking degree because I don't care about that. Um, but yeah, so like if if you're listening to your parents too much, just stop. Follow what you want to do. And even if you don't know what you want to do, fucking pick something. Pick something and just go for it. You're eventually going to find your way. That's, that's what I like. And even, I think, uh, I think this is a big Sean line. Uh, it's like, if, if, <laughs> if you, regrets are only there because you haven't learned your lesson yet. So if you go through life and if you go through the law, you know, for, I mean, it's fucking big Sean. You know what I'm saying, man? Yeah, keep there. Yeah, uh, keep there. But it, um, but yeah, like if you go through life and you like regret everything you've ever done, it's because you haven't learned your lesson yet. And so if you can sit there and be adult enough to understand what happened, why you went through it, what decisions brought you there, and you can learn from it, then it's not it's not a regret, it's a it's a lesson. So like just that's what I'm learning, especially in my young life. Like I know I got a lot Every hell is definitely a lesson. Oh one hundred yeah, that's what it yeah, what it fucking stands for. It's not a loss, it's a lesson. Like every like you cannot be successful without failure. That's you can't like it, the two go in hand in hand. And that's like another thing why I have like such a problem with like the the way school is taught nowadays. I think I'm not sure if we've talked about this before on the podcast, but it it's just like the way that they insinuate that failure is bad and you should like fucking hate yourself for failing. Always try to do better. It's like to me, no, it's failure like, and what you did is what you learned from. Yeah, no, it's like failure has to happen. It has like if you if you win all the time, if you just win, 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 and you take that first L, you take the first fail, and your fucking life turns upside down, then you weren't what you weren't about it anyway. Right. Like Absolutely. you're you're gonna get fucking crushed. So like you like the more like, and that's like the one thing that I learned about like all these successful people. It's like they went through a fuck ton of failure before they ever lost, like they ever won. And they're better people for it. So that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's all I got. That's my two cents. Absolutely. I agree. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, man, we about to get out of here. I don't want to say anymore. We about to get out of here, man. We got shit to do. I'm moving, y'all. I'm going to go finish moving. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, so I gotta get that going today. So, I'll uh, to next week to be out of there. So, I'll be back next week. No, next Monday. I'll lock the loaded. And that's how we'll be out of y'all. Peace.